already got the most important metric, which was vehicle deliveries. They delivered 90,000 cars. That was up 2% sequentially. So, you know, heading into the quarter, it, there was coronavirus. Tesla's factory was shut down for more than a month, yet they were still able to grow deliveries sequentially. So the delivery numbers were really, really, really strong. And like you said, they have a chance of reporting their fourth consecutive gap net income profit in a row, despite this massive global pandemic, which would be huge for the S&P 500 inclusion. Uh, the biggest thing I'm going to be looking for, though, is guidance. Like Tesla guided for 500,000 vehicle deliveries for the full year, about 35% growth, I believe, uh, before any of this global pandemic occurred. And it looks like, based on my estimates, they're still going to be on track to hit that guidance. Um, and I assume they're going to have some commentary about sort of reiterating or being in line with that guidance. And that's really the huge news here, is that while every other automaker is taking down their guidance, missing sales, you know, massively re revising forecasts, taking on huge amounts of debt, Tesla's going to make a billion in cash flow and is still growing. So Galileo, um, I know you love Tesla, but I'm curious okay. about this vehicle delivery number. Aren't they kind of opaque? They don't break down or do they the actual specific vehicles and where they stand. And since you love them so much, do something difficult. Tell us what you don't love about them. <laughs> um, well, they do break down to vehicle deliveries for Model S and X, Model 3 and Y, lease, non-lease, uh, production and vehicle deliveries. And then if you go into their SEC filings, you can view revenue by different geographies. So uh, they do uh, kind of break it down a little bit. Um, but <sighs> It's hard for me to come up with a reason that I don't like Tesla. I mean, before it was that they were unprofitable or not as profitable yet, but now we're already seeing them post an operating margin better than every other automaker continuing to grow. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, so, I'm the wrong guy to ask for something wrong about Tesla. I guess the company moves so quickly that I think that can trip them up. Um, and, you know, when you want push employees really hard and you move really, really quickly, like, small mess ups can occur. And I think a lot of those things get blown up in the press. And that's sort of like maybe the negative of Tesla being super fast and innovative. Hey Galileo, Rick Newman here. Uh, Tesla's market value at the moment is $120 billion more than Toyota, even though Toyota has 10% market share. One out of every 10 cars in the world is made by Toyota. And for Tesla, it's way below 1%. Does that make sense to you, that market cap? Totally, because the stock market's all about future expectations, not about what's happening today. It's about where the market's growing. Like I said, Toyota's shrinking, Tesla's expanding like crazy. Toyota dilly-dallying with hydrogen fuel cells, making no progress. Tesla leading the investment into battery electric vehicles that are clearly the future, massive technological lead. You know, I think the problem with Tesla here is that people aren't looking at the growth and realizing that this is as much a computer on wheels company as a car company. They have an $8,000 software add-on to every single vehicle. It looks like the attachment rate to that could be 30, 40, 50%. I mean, this is insane. The, the profit on a $50,000 car is usually eight or 10 grand and Tesla sells another eight or 10 grand software package. The price of that keeps going up. So they're about to flip the economics of what the traditional car company margin profile is on its head. And that's gonna justify a radically higher price sales valuation than any other car company we've seen in history. The other point beyond that is this is not just a car company, it's an energy company. You know, is Toyota building massive electric trucks to move not just people around, but stuff? Massively huge and other addressable market. Batteries to stabilize the grid, solar roof, go outside. Every single roof is getting massive amounts of energy hitting it, yet it's not collecting or storing any of it. We're, you know, getting fossil fuels from halfway around the world to power our home and we have sun hitting it that we could be using. Massive business opportunity to do solar roof. Five million roofs in the are sold in the US each year. Each one of them costs about a Model 3. I mean, 
this is a huge, huge market. So I think you got to look at this as a transportation energy innovation story with another decade of growth left. And that's why it's being valued at a much higher premium to legacy automakers who have or who are way behind on these new frontier technologies. Galileo, it's Ines here. What about the startups? Should Tesla be concerned about Nikola? Should it be concerned about Fisker, which will be going public? Should it be concerned about Neo in China? Yeah, I mean, Nikola is totally vaporware. I would say that's a joke. Fisker's never really been able to bring anything to market. Neo's really interesting. They've executed, got through this chasm of low deliveries. They just reported a record quarter. Um, I just put out a, a whole video about it, actually. So I think Neo does have a lot of potential to really emerge as a number two, or maybe also there with number one luxury OEM in China. I think they might eventually export vehicles. So that's sort of their ambition. Rivian raising a bunch of money, including Amazon. Amazon just bought Zooks. I think some of these newer tech companies and startups will be the competition for Tesla for sure. So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for. Galileo, obviously you're really passionate about Tesla. I am curious how much money you have made off the company. I mean, you've been pounding the drum on this for a long time. No, I'm serious. Obviously you own shares in Tesla. Have you sold any of them at a profit? Because the stock has gone up quite a bit. Yeah, no, I'm I'm su super boring. So I own 160 shares. I bought them at an average price of 247 bucks haven't sold a single one, literally put every single dollar of my excess YouTube earnings from my little media company into Tesla for the past three years because I've been obsessed with the company, thought they're gonna change the world. I still think they're going to a trillion, probably $2 trillion. And the real important thing here is we need to go electric. We need to capture that energy on our rooftops. Like my generation is gonna have to live with all these disastrous consequences of climate change if we do not fix things fast. And that means building a ton of batteries and a ton of solar panels and a ton of electric cars. And there's one company that's doing that. So this is about much, much more than making money. This is about being a part of this change that really, really needs to happen. Politicians aren't doing it, governments aren't doing it. And so, yeah, to me, it's, it's just a lot more about money. All right. About a lot more than money. Galileo Russell, thank you so much for being here.